bass line? It's too low. I don't have that voice. Here we go, though. All right, it's podcast day. It's fucking Monday, guys. Ah, let's have fun. Yes! Alrighty, we're here. It's fucking Monday, guys. Welcome to the Jam Room Podcast. Hope you've all been having a great week out there, as always. Shout out to all the new subscribers to this podcast. There's a bunch of yous out there, so yeah, you know... You have your choice of what podcasts to listen to, and I appreciate you choosing this one, guys. Um, yeah, it's been a great week, guys. I hope you've been having fun out there. This is the Jam Room Podcast. We talk about music and other sorts of shit, uh, and we're going to get into it today, guys. Don't you fucking worry. I've had a great week. Hope you've had a great week. Um, things have been fine over here in Perth, Western Australia, and uh, the microphone from last week... I gave it the kick. I tried it out because it looked cool, but didn't sound fucking cool. It's one of these mics that like looks like it shouldn't need a pop filter, but it definitely did. And so I found myself over that entire last episode trying to like talk on the fucking side and shit like that. So there was volume issues. I didn't like it. I like the look of it. But I'm doing this podcast here by myself, so I'm not trying to impress anybody. So I went back to my old mic, so uh, R.I.P. Shaw, what the fuck was this microphone? I've got it here. The 555H Series 2. It looks cool, but fuck, it's not for me, not for this podcast. Anyway, we go back to the old condenser mic. I'm using, what am I using? It's an AKG something or other. Australian made. Either way, it sounds good. It feels good. Um, it's on my nice little boom stand and shit, so I can move it around as I talk rather than leaning up against the desk like a retard. But we're here. Like I said, I hope you've had a fantastic week. There's lots to talk about. I've been checking out music all fucking week. I'm not going to get to it all because some of it just made me go, meh, whatever. No one's going to fucking care about this. Uh, but a couple of good things. You know what I think's weird about... Uh, actually, let's talk about music stuff later on. Let's just catch up with the fucking week, all right, guys? I had a haircut on Wednesday um, in preparation for a fucking job interview that I had on Friday. Now, I don't need another job. I don't really want it. But, you know, my wife's just been promoted and is doing all these hotshot shit. So I was like, you know what? I've got way too much free time. Should maybe go for one of the, and you know, the jobs that I look for, they don't come up very often because, you know, I'm a very niche kind of guy. I mean, I haven't talked to you guys about what I do for a living, but I'm sure you could put the pieces together if you really read between the lines here. Anyway, I went for a fucking um, job interview on Friday after the, the worst haircut I've ever had in my fucking life on Wednesday. So I looked like a fucking retard, you know? You know how like Down syndrome people all have the same haircut for some reason? I don't know what's going on there. Like, I felt like this guy just treated me like one of them. Just like, you know what? Uh, no matter what I told him that I wanted my hair, I wear it like this. I do all this sort of stuff. Um, he just didn't care. He was just like, oh, you're one of these people that gets this haircut. So he pigeonholed me, not realizing that I have a fucking pinhead. So if you cut my hair that short, I look terrible. And that's absolutely what happened. I was sitting there, like, watching in the mirror. I'd see him pick up a big piece of, hair, piece of hair and just fucking just hack at it. And straight away, I was like, Ooh, I wish my regular guy was here today because this is not going to be good. And then he proceeded to chop off even more. You know, they, they do that first fucking cut. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's about the length. 
And then they do those little centimeter by centimeter, even shorter and shorter, and just part of your soul is dying. That's exactly what fucking happened. And then he pulled out the razor and started thinning it out. I don't need my fucking hair thinned when you've got it that short. You know what I mean? Like, why my hair's supposed to be thick and, and like big? Like, like I said, I've got a fucking pinhead. I need big hair. It's one of the reasons I reference Ace Ventura so much, because my hairstyle is kind of inspired by that, as well as a whole bunch of other sorts of shit. Anyway, fucking is what it is. So, um, went for this job interview. It seemed to be fine, but I had to address it. I mean, I'm, I'm in this big fucking boardroom talking to this, you know, whatever coordinator of some bullshit. And, um, interview goes good. seems to be fine. I'm making people laugh. I'm doing whatever. And then I, like, any questions for us? I'm like, yeah, I just have to address this guys. I don't usually look this terrible. This is the worst haircut I've ever had in my fucking life. So please don't judge me on this. And the guy interviewing me straight away was like, yeah, actually, we've, we've taken some notes on how bad this haircut is or whatever. So he was kind of on board. He realizes it was a bad haircut. Hopefully it doesn't work against me. I don't, like I said, I don't really need this job. It's just one of these fucking things. I might as well fill up some time, guys. Might as well fill it up. I've got way too much free time. I shouldn't be listening to music as much as I do. I shouldn't be hanging out drinking as much as I do. So anything to fill that time would be cool. And a little bit of money is always worth it so that happened so i I look shit i look shit right now i've got a couple of weeks before my hair grows back to its former glory (laughs) Nah, it's former glory is months away but like actually something that's acceptable for me to go out in public without a hat on is a couple of weeks away still a couple of weeks away i think so um no instagram photos of me for the next couple of weeks i know i don't do them that often anyway but you know what i'm really gonna hold off on this one I don't need to be fucking publicized as this fucking weird looking pumpkin head fucking, it's like a pumpkin if it was miniature. Like, I I explain this to people quite a lot. Like fucking, if I have short hair and you just see me as a body, I look like a tennis ball on top of a fridge. You know what I mean? I got a pinhead. It's just fucking what it is. I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to tell you guys. Just... Not happy with the size of my head, but I can't do anything about it except grow my hair out, and it somewhat sabotages that. Still on about this haircut. I'm a little butthurt about it, but fucking whatever. It's been a fun week. I went and saw a movie this week, guys. I never go to the movies. This is one of those things that happens maybe once a year, a couple times a year, if there's movies that I care about coming out. So I think the last one we talked about is I went and saw The Matrix because of the nostalgia from the 90s. So I needed to go see the new Matrix movie. Before that, we talked about me going to see Mortal Kombat. Again, nostalgia from the 90s. And this time I went to see uh, Fantastic Beasts, uh, Secrets of Dumbledore. And you guessed it, based on nostalgia from the 90s, right? God, I'm an idiot. Just one of those people, guys. I'm a fucking nostalgia creature. Nostalgic creature, I guess. Would be the better way to say it, but I didn't say it originally like that because I'm not that smart. Uh, anyway, I saw the movie. It was fucking fine. What a fun fucking day. I had a great fucking day on, on Saturday. Um, we decided to book gold class tickets. Like, how fucking ridiculous is this, right? So the wife and I go on to see uh, Fantastic Beasts or whatever. And, you know, like I'm not a big Harry Potter guy at all. Um, but I like stories that are well written. And Harry Potter happens to be one of them. And in this franchise world that we have right now, um, I'm going to cling to fucking Harry Potter. Fuck yeah. 
Because look at all the bullshit that's been happening with Marvel and any other massive franchise out there, Batman or all these other sorts of fucking stupid superhero crap, right? There's a million different writers. Everybody's got their fucking hand in the pie trying to ruin it in their own particular way. Um, at least with Harry Potter, it's the original writer still behind it all, right? So you'd hope for some kind of continuity throughout the series. Uh, it's kind of failing. Turns out that J.K. Rowling is way better at writing books than she is screenplays. Um, so for this third installment of the Fantastic Beast series, uh, they brought in a, a writer to sort of help her out. And this is the guy that kind of adapted her books um, to screen, like made, you know, the material that she wrote into an actual functioning screenplay. He did this for all of the Harry Potter movies, except for one, I believe. Um, and so he's got on board to sort of help out with this one. And it was a great fucking movie. What a fucking day. We went to go for like a little like 3.30, 4 o'clock in the afternoon kind of session. It's like, wicked, this is going to be a long movie. We watched that. Then we get to have some drinks and have a meal afterwards and do the fucking brief about it, right? Because, you know, I like to figure out the stories and all that sort of stuff. What, what was cool, what was not. Like, I really indulge with movies these days, guys. I highly recommend it. If you're someone that goes to the movies all the time, you're missing out on the excitement of caring about a movie. And this one I kind of cared about, you know. It was kind of weird, like, just before we went, you know, well, a little while before we went, the wife was like, you need to go to the shops. We need to do some other sort of stuff first. I'm like, all right, cool, let's go do that. So I went and bought myself a whole bunch of fucking Slytherin merchandise and fucking got changed in the car and went in there like a gay fanboy. <laughs> it was, yeah, there was no one else like that, but whatever, fucking... Every chance I get to wear a Slytherin shirt, I'm going to fucking do it, you know? Whatever. Uh, but good movie. Good movie. Fucking fun times, guys. But God, it's expensive to go to the movies these days. I'm not the one to complain about prices or anything like that. But, you know, two adults to a fucking gold luck class tickets, fucking 100 bucks, right? And then a couple of drinks and some popcorn, another 80 bucks. Like, all right. Fair enough. So then when we got drinks and the meal afterwards or whatever, we're talking about a 300 fucking dollar day, let alone all the bullshit that I bought beforehand just to, you know, get in the mood for it. So fun times. I better get this job. If I don't get this fucking job, I'm going to blame my fucking new barber and I'll be down there straight away fucking, you know, giving him the little one too, right? Ah, but whatever. Anyway, fun fucking weekend, guys. Um, if you're a Harry Potter fan out there, uh, what do you think of the Fantastic Beast franchise? It's a bit of a weird one, isn't it? It's a bit fucking weird. A bit all over the shop. I don't want to nerd out on this sort of stuff. Um, except for, for this podcast, the soundtrack was fantastic. It's cool. I love fucking soundtracks uh, for, for any kind of movie, right? I, I really listen to the soundtrack and really fucking pay attention to it because it does capture a hell of a lot more emotion than what you're seeing on screen. If it's accompanied well with a good fucking orchestration, then it, it means a hell of a lot more in the long term, right, guys? And I know we've talked about movie soundtracks before on this podcast. Go check out those old, old episodes. We might do a new one, an updated thing in the future. Whatever. But So that was my weekend. And, and so that was Saturday and then fucking Sunday. Guys, I slept in. I've never slept in before. Well, I have before in my past, obviously, but it's very hard for me to sleep in. I'm normally up with the sun or whatever, but the wife got up and I went back to sleep. And then around 9 a.m., I woke up to breakfast in bed. Jesus Christ. 
ladies out there, if you're married or you have a boyfriend or whatever, you have no idea how much that shit means to us. No idea. The, I, like, I woke up and my wife's got a fucking bacon, egg and cheese muffin, a couple of hash browns and a coffee for me, right? I'm like, wow, this is insane. Like, I, f- I felt inadequate the rest of the day. I felt like just singing my wife's praises. Like, that, that's the coolest shit ever. I'm going to think about that fucking muffin for the rest of my life, right? It matters. Do those little things to your man, guys. Or if you're a dude and you've got a partner, do it for her. Do whatever. I don't care what the fucking gender roles are in your life. Just fucking surprise each other every now and then with a fucking wicked gesture like that. God, that was a good Sunday morning. I was set up. It was fucking wicked. But let's get into things for this week, guys. What's been going on? Um, we talked last week about fucking Elon Musk uh, taking over Twitter, right? Yeah, good for him. And I did warn you that he's the kind of guy that, uh, you know, he's cool. He's a bit of a visionary. He's doing all these great things. Yeah, Tesla, pretty cool. SpaceX, pretty cool. All these things, you know, Neuralink, kind of cool. But he's a weird guy. And so if you give him too much power, he's the kind of guy that might do a kind of Thanos-style decision and just snap half of... um half of life into in existence or something like that. He might kill off half of us if he deems it appropriate. Uh, so I don't really know, but it, he's already starting to show signs of that, right? So he's bought out a fucking like, what, 6% of Twitter or something like that. He's now the biggest shareholder in Twitter. And within the week of him doing that, He's coming out with ideas like uh, like genius in di- ideas, genius in ideas, like things that like no one could think of, and it, it's just going to revolutionize Twitter to a point we can't even imagine how cool it could be. His first suggestion is: should we take out the W in Twitter, just to call it Titter? That's what I'm talking about, right? You got to be careful of this guy because what he might do as a goof might fuck up the rest of the world, right? What the hell does he care about the W in the word Twitter? Let's call it Titter. (laughs) This guy's a child. This guy's a child. He's an infant at heart, right? I know we all are to certain extents, right? But if you're a fucking multi-billionaire, soon-to-be trillionaire, and you've just taken over one of the world's largest social media campaigns, do you want to make a tit joke? because of your supreme power over the platform. And his next fucking hotshot idea, and he's serious about this one, is fucking trying to turn one of the Twitter HQs into a homeless shelter. Okay. Because, like, not many people are rocking up to work anyway. They're all working from home. It's like, well, a homeless shelter at the Twitter HQ? And he's having a bit of back and forth with Jeff Bezos and saying, you know, it's actually a pretty good idea if you do a little part of it like that because some of your employees might want to volunteer at homeless shelters. I'm pretty sure if you're so inclined to volunteer at a fucking homeless shelter, the location of the homeless shelter isn't that big of an issue. But it would be way more convenient for these people if the homeless shelter was at their workplace. So it's not a bad idea. I don't know what's fucking going on, guys. Like, Elon Musk, he's a genius. He's brilliant. But just be careful. Just fucking heed my warning, I reckon, guys. Just heed my warning with this guy. Because he might be a little bit retarded. 
and he might end up fucking up a lot more um, than he's trying to save. But we'll, you know, time will tell. Time will tell. So that's been going on with fucking Twitter. I don't really give a fuck about Twitter. I don't give a fuck about any social media stuff. I don't. All I care about is this fucking podcast with you guys, and I barely do a good job of that anyway. So, whatever. I did see a podcast, a much better podcast than mine, by the way. You guys ever catch up with Lex Friedman? Lex Friedman's a fucking cool dude. He's a weird fucking Russian spy or some shit, um, but he's kind of uh, made a bit of a stamp for himself for being so um, just honest and thoughtful and insightful with his questioning that he's attracted some great minds to his podcast over the last few years. I've been seeing, you know, uh, the likes of uh, obviously like Joe Rogan. Tim Dillon. I'm talking about comedians at the moment, but then it gets into the elect- intellectual side. So he himself is a like Lex himself is a fucking um, robotics guy, an AI guy, an engineer. So he talks to all these other great minds. Your Eric Weinstein's, your Elon Musk was on there, right? Um, he had a podcast out this week, and I highly recommend checking this out because it's a little bit of a curveball from an engineering fucking Russian nerd kind of guy. Um, he did an interview with Rick Rubin, and Rick Rubin never appears on interviews or anything like that. It's very hard to find interviews with Rick Rubin. And now there's like a two and a half hour sit down with Lex Friedman. Um, just came out a couple of days ago. So uh, I'm about halfway through it. I will get to the end of it um, for sure because I'm absolutely loving this discussion. It's a, it's a beautiful um, like philosophy of music kind of discussion. Like um, Lex starts it off with a fucking uh, Frederick uh, Nietzsche sort of quote. Uh, you know, sort of hinting towards the idea. What was the quote? I'm not going to say it verbatim because I can't remember and I didn't write it down. That's how prepared I am. <laughs> but something along the lines of uh, like music, like or like if if humans didn't have music, there wouldn't really be a, a point to life. Um, very, you know, uh, obviously a bit out there as a statement, but the way they get to muse over this and um, and and meditate on this idea and and roll from there, it's insane. Um, Rick Rubin looks like uh, a homeless person that should be sitting uh, shitting on the side of the road, right? He he looks terrible. Rick Rubin looks like shit. I think we can all agree on that. Rick Rubin looks like shit, but holy crap, his body of work is fucking amazing, right? Um, we talked last week about um, the new Chili Peppers album. Fucking Rick Rubin produced it. Not only that, he's also um, produced like Kanye West shit. He's done Slayer. He's done Metallica. He's done fucking everything. You name it. The Dixie Chicks. Whatever. You fucking name it. Rick Rubin produced it. He is an absolute godsend to the production of music. His whole job is to make your ideas and your vision come to life. He has no judgment over anything. And it's so obvious when you hear this discussion, guys. I really fucking recommend you guys check this one out. It's pretty fucking cool. Uh, Rick Rubin's cool. And, um, you know, looking like a piece of shit, but being a multi, multi, multi fucking millionaire and one of the most highly respected people in music is fucking cool. That's rock and roll, man. If he was out there looking like fucking Jimmy Carr in a fucking suit and with a nice haircut, you wouldn't trust his take on music, would you? Just something to think about. you got to look like a crazy person to create good music. It's just... I don't know what it is. It's just it just happens to be that way. I didn't make the rules. I'm just commenting on them, right? So that was happening. So I highly recommend check out the new Lex Friedman podcast with Rick Rubin. Fucking, uh, uh, if you really care about how good musicians 
Well, I don't even want to call Rick Rubin a musician. He's a music producer. He's someone that take brings music to life. So it's it's a different kind of level, different kind of take on music. Fucking worth checking out. Highly recommend it. Do it. Do it. Not right now. Listen to the rest of this first and then bookmark it for later on, guys. Because like I said, it's a big, long conversation with a fairly boring Russian guy. Whatever. All right, let's get on to some new music for this week, guys. There's a couple of things I want to talk about. Not too much. I did check out a lot. And it seems like there's a lot of music coming out right now. And I have a feeling it's because award season is over. Right? We had the Grammys. We've had all the other bullshit with people getting slapped in the face. That's all over. Um, so I'm guessing everyone wants to release their music around now so that it's stood the test of time before the next award season. You know what I mean? Right? Because if you release it now and it's a banger, by the time it comes to award season, there's no doubt that you've had the biggest sales or whatever. You know? Even though Adele got shunned, she's like one of the highest selling artists of all time or some shit like that. And she was weirdly absent from last year's award ceremony because they're bullshit. Everyone knows it. The awards are bullshit. But that being said, a couple of new things. Um, actually, something that's got nothing to do with the fucking awards. Or maybe it's still got some political sort of bent. Let's start with something small, right? So Pink Floyd. They're back. Pink Floyd is back, guys. Did you, did you even know about this? Pink Floyd released uh, the first recording, the first song that they've ever actually recorded um, in 28 years. The last recording they did was 94, right? And so they've released something. And um, thank God it had nothing to do with Roger Waters because that guy stinks. But what they did do, right, they, they, they found a guy, um, a singer from a Ukrainian band. So this is all fucking political um, bullshit, right? Just trying to appease the fucking the fight on, you know, Russia, Ukraine. These are them trying to pick sides and do some sort of virtue signaling bullshit but you know it was definitely that it's definitely that um but either way let's talk about it um so there's a ukrainian rock band called boombox right and um last year i guess or maybe when just before all this shit broke out with putin being a bit of a dick uh, they were on tour in the u.s and um so this lead singer of this ukrainian band called boombox um said, you know what, cancelling the rest of the tour, and I'm going to enlist and go back to the Ukraine and fight. And um, when Dave Gilmore and the other guys from Pink Floyd met up with him, he was in the hospital with a piece of fucking shrapnel stuck in his face or something like that, as the story goes. And they decided to do a little song together um, to inspire people to fight for Ukraine. I don't know, any kind of song that inspires people to go for war is pretty fucked up to me, uh, no matter you know how peaceful you are. Uh, but the song's called uh, Hey Hey, Rise Up. Hey Hey, Rise Up. The name of the song is in English, but none of the rest of the song is in English, right? So there's this Ukrainian guy singing, um, doing this nonsense, and there's a bit of a Dave Gilmore guitar solo, which is average at best. I mean, it's fucking, it's no comfortably numb, that's for sure. I mean, that's how you would really reunite, uh, unite people. I said reunite for a second there, but I meant, you know, unite the people of the world. We can all be united under a good Dave Gilmore solo. I'm pretty sure that's an accurate statement. No one's really going to argue with that. Um, but he didn't give us that. He gave us some half-assed shit. And there's a music video out there. I don't know if the song's actually officially been released, but I did watch the music video for it. And, you know, God, Pink Floyd. 
Jesus Christ. Like, this is the big thing. This is the thing you're going, this is the hill you want to die on. Like, let's face it, it's been 28 years. A lot of the people listening to this podcast haven't lived that long, right? And you want to come out with this pro-Ukraine sort of thing? Like, the, oh, it's so dramatic, guys. This is such a fucking dramatic song. I, I recommend you check it out just to sort of see what's going on in this corporate fucking music world. Pink Floyd have sold out as far as I can tell. This feels like more of a sellout than um, any of the shit that Roger Waters did with the wall and stuff, you know, which I thought was just garbage. Uh, whatever. So their last release was 94. They've released a new song. It's called Hey, Hey, Rise Up. You know, like they've got to give you a bit of a nudge. They're not just saying, hey, rise up, bro. Rise up. Rise up. They're like, hey, 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 you. Hey, hey. Rise up, man. Hey. You should rise up. Pretty fucking weird. Even though the rest of the song is not in English. But whatever. So that song stinks. Uh, but it was something that came out. It's Pink Floyd. So if Pink Floyd released anything, we're going to fucking talk about it. Because Dave Gilmore is an amazing guitar player. I do not want to trash him too much. I will trash Roger Waters because fucking... That Wall the Live show was just so fucking gay. Oh, couldn't stand it. He did like 12 costume changes. And I don't know. That was a bit too intense for me. I don't know. I don't really like musical theater. And that's what Pink Floyd became in that little... Uh, that little glimpse there, but whatever. Let's get on to another album. This one's uh, should have been a, the longest album of the lot, but it wasn't uh, because I got tricked. I got fucking tricked. So there's an Australian band uh, called Spiderbait, uh, a bit of a trio. Sometimes it was a duo, but it was a like, little trio band called Spiderbait. Everyone remembers Spiderbait. If you're here in Australia, sunshine all around me makes me happy. You know the song. That was Spiderbait. Um, and so they released this album. And I, was, I was excited for it. The album is called uh, Songs in the Key of J, uh, which is a pretty difficult key to play in. I've tried a few times. I've never quite got to the key of J. I don't know what's going on. It's a fair few semitones uh, below G, uh, but never quite got down to J. Uh, but lo and behold, it's not the first fucking album to be called Songs in the Key of J. They couldn't have picked another one Another letter of the alphabet that's not an actual musical key? Why couldn't they say, like, X sharp? Songs in the key of X sharp. Or even just the song, songs in the key of X. That's a little bit more ambiguous, because X is a variable, right? But whatever, they ripped off a name for this, and it's not even a fucking album, guys. Even though there's 33 songs on it, it comes in at about an hour and a half. It's a... <laughs> It's an album collective, right? It's just songs that they've already released on other albums just all lumped together into one big album. And you know what else does that? Spotify with playlists. You could make this same playlist. So you didn't need to wait for this new release album if you knew how to make playlists. Uh, but that's all it is. It's just all their greatest songs, I guess, that they've created curated to say oh, all right this is this is the hour and a half that we want to show and they've made an album out of it and they've given it a name of an album that already exists i can't forget uh, i can't remember sorry uh who originally does the song oh uh, the album called uh songs in the key of j should we check it out uh, let me let me google this so i'm just going to google uh songs in the key of j and uh, see what comes up. We are talking about... Uh, 
Songs in the Key of J, an album by Willie Wilson. Ah, that seems a bit strange. Song Key of J, the Haywoods. Song Key of J, uh, Lab Report. Uh, so it, they're not the first. Uh, so there must be something that I'm missing here. It must be some trope that they're playing on because, you know, if I did songs in the key of Y, nothing would fucking come up. So there's plenty of available letters. So they must be playing into something that I don't really understand. But um, either way, on the album, there was uh, the album that goes for an hour and a half, by the way, 33 fucking songs. Um, there, was, there was two that were new. So there's two new songs. So you might have to battle your way through an hour and a half just to find these two songs. And let me tell you, it's probably not worth it, right? Uh, the first song that appears on the album is something called Riffer. I think it's called Riffer. Um, and it's fine. It's boring or whatever. Like, like Spiderbait's kind of cool. It's kind of like Powder Puff Girls. You know the Power Puff Girls? I called them Powder Puff. But Power Puff Girls. Remember the Power Puff Girls? I call them Power Puff Girls Rock. This is what Spider-Bait is. It's this cutesy fucking power puff girl sort of rock shit, right? It's like rock meets um, preteen fucking, you know, women's power sort of cutesy shit. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't, I don't like it. It's just what it is. And the song Riffa kind of sucks. And um, the next song that was the only other original on the album is called uh, My Car is a UFO. And it's got a bit more electronica, sort of. There's a there's a bit of a new take. It's not just straight cutesy punk rock sort of shit. At that point, it's got a bit of electronica in it. Whatever. Still a terrible song. Terrible song name. My my car is a UFO. Ah, <sighs> UFO is an unidentified flying object. If you've identified it as your car, it's no longer a UFO. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I, that happens to me sometimes, guys. There's just fucking certain lines, certain lyrics sometimes that just fucking... Where did that come from, right? W like, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, I fucking... I love the song uh, Empire State of Mind by Alicia Keys and um, whoever the hell's doing the rap verses. And um, I think it's Jay-Z. <laughs> I know it's Jay-Z. But um, so Jay-Z, <laughs> Empire State of Mind. Everyone fucking knows this song. New York, right? Um... But the, the, the main hook of the chorus is fucking the, the, the lyric, uh, the concrete jungle. Uh, wait, concrete jungle is where dreams are made of. To me, that feels like two different people wrote that sentence, right? Because concrete jungle is what dreams are made of? Okay, that's a bit of a weird thing. This concrete jungle is where dreams are made? Makes sense. Concrete jungle where dreams are made of. Fuck no. That, that, that whole sentence is d designed to send me fucking nuts, right? Catchy song, great song, I fucking love it. But Jesus Christ, sometimes these syntactical errors just piss me off. And this is one of them. So my car is a UFO. Pretty sure it ain't. Um, because if it's your car, you've probably identified it as such. Uh, but whatever. <laughs> fucking spider bait. That's fine. Welcome back. They did this whole thing just to announce a tour. So I'm guessing the whole point of this album was just to remind people that they exist. And that, you know, if you ever once liked them, you should maybe buy a ticket. That's the whole point of this album. It's a PR stunt. Uh, because actually, musically speaking, 
makes no fucking sense to do this. Just release a fucking single with two songs like everybody else would do. And you know what? Release those two songs and call it a fucking album. People are doing that these days. We're getting 12-minute albums every now and then. Whatever. <laughs> get, a, get a little bit cynical of this episode. I, did, I didn't expect to, guys. I, I really was like last week because I, I fucking loved all of the albums last week. We talked about the chili peppers and the sugar and shit. And I was like, really, really happy. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. Let's just maintain this cool shit. But uh, the more I start talking about it, more I'm just like, yeah. Da, 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 da. But the last album I want to talk about, I am fucking hyped for. It was awesome. We're talking about Jack White's new album, Fear of the Dawn. And let me tell you, I had a great time listening to this album. I've listened to it a couple of times. I put it on a fucking Bluetooth speaker while I was in the shower this morning. Um, and then had to bring my Bluetooth speaker with me for the, you know, for the next hour just to get through it because I was fucking in my element. I had a buddy come around. I'm like, dude, you got to listen to this again. Chucked it on my good system. Hearing it in proper stereo with a proper fucking subwoofer, like, oh, it wasn't a world of difference, but Jesus Christ, it was better. This album is sick. Um, like I said, it's called Fear of the Dawn. And if you've got the time, or even if you don't have the time, fucking make the time. Check out Jack White's new album because... It is trying to be nothing. It is, oh, oh, fuck, I don't know, maybe, maybe, but it doesn't, it's not trying to be pop, it's not trying to go anywhere, it is like one of the most experimental albums I've heard from Jack White, you know, I haven't heard everything, I might be, stand, I might be stood corrected on this one, um, but uh, if you know anything about Jack White, and if you're a guitar player out there, you might have noticed um, a few months ago, maybe a year ago or so, uh, he released a, his own guitar pedal. And it was kind of this weird contraption. Um, it was kind of like a, a fuzz pedal with some octavers in there and some other little tricks aboard. Um, so this album kind of stands as just a fucking marketing campaign for this guitar pedal because... Jesus Christ, the guitar tones are like nothing else. It, it is insane. Uh, I love this fucking album. I want to shout out the drums on this album because the way it's produced, this is not a Rick Rubin production. This was actually produced by Jack White himself, right? But the drums feel airy yet compressed, right? Hard, to, hard thing. But like literally like the kick drum will, will sound woofy, like thud, thud. Like you can hear the flap of the skin. Same with some of the toms every now and then. But then like hi-hats might be like sounding reversed and like there might be samples instead of the actual hi-hat. So it's this weird mix of what could be sampled drums and acoustic drums. It's just a fucking, it's a wild ride, guys. It's a wild ride. And I know I mentioned it about the Chili Peppers last week. How like, uh, dude, are the Chili Peppers prog now? Fucking Jack White's prog now. This progressive fucking rock element is bleeding into everything. But if I could say anything about this album, I would say it's psychedelic prog rock is what this new Jack White album is. It's fucking, it's got hints of like Royal Blood. We've talked about them before. And with Royal Blood, like you, you can't really tell if it's a bass or a guitar because of the use of octavers and stuff like that. Same goes here. And even similar style of riffage and stuff like that. But like, Certain points, the vocals, like, it could be Zach Della Rocha. Like, it's almost borderline fucking that sort of end of, like, the um, the Rage Against the Machine sort of spectrum. But then super psychedelic rock on other sides. Like, it's fucking wicked. I think this album is great. And it's bombastic and it's fun and it's, 
like the vocals are actually kind of like surprisingly low in the mix um, for what I would have thought for like a solo album like that. Normally the everything else is there to sort of prop up the vocals. Uh, not so much in this album. They kind of take a back seat, but not in a bad way, in a fucking tasteful, awesomely... Uh, it's just a mature way, right? So, like, they, they do what they need to do, and there's lots of it. There's texture. They use voices as textures. They use guitars as textures. They use sounds as textures. They use fucking everything. It's just... It's a bombastic fucking ride, and, and I really, really recommend this album, guys. If you haven't checked it out yet, Fear of the Dawn from Jack White is a fucking cool-ass album. And I need to talk to Liam about this album because, you know, in the bands that I've done with Liam, you know, we've, we've fucked around with fuzzes and octavers and stuff like that, trying to get this particular sound. I think I might have to buy Jack White's new guitar pedal. I might have to. I might have to fork out the however fucking much it costs um, to get this fucking pedal because it's hitting sounds that I've never really heard before. It's super noise gated, so it's not going to like fuzz out the rest of your life, but... um. Oh, man, it's just wicked. Oh, I don't even know what to say about it. You know what? I'll leave you guys with a fucking song from this album. Um, why the fuck not? Uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> I don't care about this copyright shit. We're here to fucking learn. We're making criticisms of albums. We're reviewing albums. It wouldn't, wouldn't, it wouldn't be right if I then showed you something else afterwards. I want you guys to fucking check out this album. It's awesome. Um, so... Yeah, let's wrap up this fog, uh, <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Fucking podcast, podcast. <laughs> let's wrap up this podcast. Hope you've all had a great week. Do me, do me a favor and check out the fucking Lex Friedman podcast with Rick Rubin if you're a musician out there. If you're not a musician, but you just happen to like music, fucking check out the Jack White album. If you're a Spider-Bait fan, you already know all the songs on their new album because it's a repeat. Um, Pink Floyd whatever Pink Floyd are amazing you know it's blasphemy to even say any kind of shade in in regards to their work but uh, uh this song sucks this is some political bullshit what what the fuck ever but anyway have a great week out there guys play some music listen to music have fun with music get inspired by music and get inspired with the fucking fuzz pedal from Jack White I know I am I'm going to leave you with a song here. It's called... Uh, which one's cool? This one's a bombastic one. This, this one that I'm about to leave you with, you might hear the, um, the royal blood influence that I'm talking about. I don't know if there's influence, but what the fuck ever. It's got the right rhythms and the right kind of textures to it. Um, it's called Into the Twilight. And it's a fun ride, guys. The whole album fucking is... Take care now. Bye-bye then.
cut into the present. The future leaks out. The future leaks out. Present. The future. 